This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast. Over the next few weeks, our mission is to bring you interviews with key leaders and community members with information you can use while we work together to navigate the impacts of the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Tallahassee Business Podcast is presented by the 223 Agency, a digital relations firm. Hey there, Tallahassee. Jay Revel here. Welcome to another edition of the Tallahassee Business Podcast. We are delighted to have you listening with us today. We've got another great guest uh, lined up for the show. Uh, a good friend of mine, a good friend of the Tallahassee business community, Wayne Mayo, the founder and president of Southern Standard Construction, uh, is joining us. Uh, Wayne's got a great perspective on the on the broader construction industry in the state of Florida as he serves as the chair of the Florida Associated Builders and Contractors uh, and has a, no, a number of other involvement in our community. He's a, a great community leader and someone that if you don't know him, you should. Uh, we're, we're thrilled to have you on the show with us today, Wayne. Uh, how you doing, pal? Man, I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me on the show. Looking forward to this uh, next 20 minutes. Well, I know you got a lot uh, lot going on in your world these days as always, but uh, we're, we're, we're just very pleased you would spend a little bit of time with us. Uh, Wayne, for starters, for those maybe who, who don't know you or have not had an opportunity to work with you or your company uh, these past few years, can you tell us a little bit about your story and how you got into uh, working in the construction industry? Sure, sure, Jay. You know, um, first of all, again, just thank you for letting me be a voice and, and being part of the conversation. Um, you know, my dad's a, a preacher, and so I always resist the temptation to uh, be a little long-winded. So I'll, I'll do my best to keep it brief. But, you know, in short, you know, the, the framework of my family and, and uh, the Mayo family's been a uh, Tallahassee family for six generations now. Uh, so I've always called Tallahassee my home. The unique thing is I did not grow up here. You know, with my parents' role in a missions organization, I grew up all over the world and um, ended up in Dallas in high school uh, and then went to University of Texas at Arlington, studied architecture there. So I didn't really land in Tallahassee till 1997 um, and then began, you know, my career in the construction industry with a company, uh, Peter Brown Construction, that no longer operates in Tallahassee anymore. But, you know, I really got my feet wet in the construction industry through Peter Brown and then uh, have served uh, in, in other leadership roles with other companies. And then just three years ago, uh, it'll be three years in July, uh, that I jumped out and founded Southern Standard Construction. And, you know, our goal is just to, to serve our clients well, uh, develop relationships uh, that are meaningful. And that's, sure, that's client-driven, but it's also employee-driven as well. You know, I consider myself more of, a, of an entrepreneur than I do a, a construction guru. It just happens to be the experience that I've gained over the years. And, and I've had some great mentors in the business. And so I'm really just trying to apply what I've learned and, and uh, just posture some, some excellent talent around me and our company. And uh, we've seen just a tremendous amount of growth. It's a great time, has been a great time. Uh, to start a business. Uh, I never thought I would be in a position to, to found a startup, uh, especially in construction, uh, because I've worked with some fantastic companies over the years. And, but this is where I find myself, and, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's been an adventure, and we're just excited to, to continue growing. Um, and again, I love Tallahassee. Uh, one of the first checks I wrote 
uh, when I was signing checks as, as a president and founder of Southern Standard was to the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce, because I believe in what the chamber is doing. I believe in uh, the economics and the opportunities that exist in Tallahassee as a business owner. And uh, that's why I chose to, to stay here and, and grow a business here. So I thank you for all you do and all those that support the chamber and our members. I'm just, again, privileged to be a part of the conversation. Well, we appreciate that um, uh, in, in more ways than you ever know, uh, you know, especially right now with so many just a crazy things going on in the world. Uh, it, it means the world that we've got your support and the support of others. And probably more importantly, congrats on, on creeping up on three years in business on, on your own. That's just, that's a pretty big milestone. I know again, you know, when you got that entrepreneurial spirit, we talk to people uh, every day who have gone out taken the risk again, start signing the uh, front of the checks and uh, it's a different world. So uh, uh want to give you a, you know, a, a full congrats on that. It's uh uh, anytime you see someone who can go out and make it happen like that uh, and put people to work and, and in your case, see things rise out of the ground, it's, it's pretty impressive. It, Wayne, what are some of the, the projects maybe that y'all, your, your company has worked on in the last couple of years that people might recognize from driving around town and such? Sure. Um, you know, one of the first clients I began to work for as we started a business was Tallahassee Orthopedic Clinic. Um, and, you know, one of my colleagues over there at Ajax Construction, I know they just finished up the main, uh, the new big building that TOC just completed, um, and they did a great job on that. But I've had the opportunity for TOC uh, because they do have multiple uh, locations, not only in Tallahassee, but in Mariana, Perry, and around the area of Thomasville. Uh, so we've done a handful of projects for Tallahassee Orthopedic. Uh, I know that they are uh, members of the chamber as well and, and serve the chamber well. Um, and we've just really enjoyed the opportunity to work with them. Healthcare is, is an ever-growing, ever-changing, cutting-edge industry. And so it's been intentional for us after having that opportunity to uh, pursue work as part of our marketing and business plan with healthcare facilities. So it's just a little niche uh, that we've gotten into um, one project that's coming up soon as we were hired um, to do the build out for neighborhood medical clinic. They're going to be moving locations and they've acquired a building on South Monroe. And so we're working through design with uh, MLD architects right now. Um, and so just uh, stay tuned with that project to serve the the Southside community uh, through the neighborhood medical clinic. That's a significant need for our community and they serve it well. Um, we've had opportunities to do a lot of tenant build outs and renovations. We're doing some work at 215 South Monroe, which is the old SunTrust Bank building. Um, we did the Massage Green Spa, which is a, a, a really cool niche little spa, um, infrared type, um, uh, rehab and, and uh, massage techniques. And that's right there sandwiched between Grub Burger and Trader Joe's up on Thomasville Road. Um, so we just, you know, had a lot of just interesting little unique projects. And, and again, as we grow, it's been the right opportunities for us to, to cut our teeth and prove what we can do as a company and, and not overextend ourselves and our resources. So that's it's been uh, it's it's been a godsend uh, for us, and we feel very blessed. Really, just moving into three years here. One of the things that's uh, 
just super cool about, you know, people that are in the construction industry and knowing folks uh, in that world is, you know, when you know someone who's responsible for a project that you're seeing kind of coming out of the ground as you're driving around every day. I know, uh, like one I remember you guys were working on was the Jansen Law Firm down on Lafayette Street, which is on my route to the office back when I went to the office. Um, and uh, just, you know, going by it every day, seeing the progress is always uh, always cool. And uh, you guys did a very good job with your branding for the company. The signage always just really pops out front, looks good. Got the got the Eagles uh, on there looking good. So, um, you know, very cool, very cool. And I know, you know, and you've got, a, again, a broader perspective for the construction industry uh, in, in full because you've been very involved throughout your career with the associated builders and contractors, both here in the, uh, the local North Florida chapter uh, and now serving as a statewide chair. T can you tell us a little bit about, for those who maybe don't know, what the associated builders and contractors do? Sure thing. The, the Associated Builders and Contractors is the largest association that represent the commercial construction industry uh, nationwide. Uh, we have more members than any other commercial building association. Um, and Florida is the uh, largest. Uh, it's made up of five local chapters and has the most members than any other state in the nation. Um, and we are really serving our members in uh, promoting the free enterprise and um, leading the conversation with a free market economy and, and really promote open competition for our members. And so on a state level, that conversation, and even on a national level, that conversation is legislatively driven. So we focus on bills uh, and laws that either help our members and help promote the, the open competition or inhibit it, inhibit um, any restrictions um, and identifying the inhibitors to those of us trying to hire and, and do work uh, around our state and, and country. So my involvement with ABC, you know, started back in 99, uh, just having been with, uh, being, been an employee of a member company and got involved in ABC just as a member and, and networking and events and such. Um, and then it's about six, seven years ago, I got involved as a board member for the North Florida chapter of ABC and uh, served in, in various capacities through that board on, on different committees and then through the executive committee. And the last two years of which I had the opportunity to serve as the chapter chairman of the board um, and then just you know through my involvement there got got the opportunity to to really participate on a national level as well as on a state level again with the legislative issues and that's just something that's dear to my heart uh, especially since uh, having started a company and and uh, wanting to be a part of that conversation uh, to serve our company well and, and other members so uh, just this year, I, I jumped in as the chairman of the board for ABC, and we really have had a successful year uh, from a legislative standpoint. Uh, we passed two bills this session. Uh, we're still waiting on the governor's signature. Clearly, he has had other things on his mind of late, and I know that we'll be revisiting some of those things, budget-related and bill-related. Uh, but really, we have a strong voice uh, in Florida uh, and 
a lot of the things that we do are just common sense laws and bills that that not only help the construction industry but but all industries um, again removing restrictions and barriers to to growth um, and so I'm again I'm just privileged to to be a part of that a part of the conversation and help lead the way and a big part of that um, something I know you probably want to get into related to the uh, coronavirus and COVID-19 um, pandemic it's uh, it's just just an amazing, interesting time. Um, and I don't want to be remiss in, in not uh, sharing my heart and, and all those who are, are truly suffering. Um, but equally so, I'm grateful that the governor deemed our industry essential through this time. Uh, the construction industry in many ways is part of the, the strong backbone of the Florida economy. And so while many are suffering and, and it's going to take some time to recover across all facets, um, I do believe that the governor made the right decision in allow, allowing us to continue to work. And I'm proud of our members for implementing already stringent health and safety guidelines uh, just to increase our, our uh, presence and ability to continue working. So to what extent we could continue to support the economy and the over half a million uh, half a million employees across the state that benefit from the success of our industry is are all good things in the midst of a very challenging time. No doubt about that. You know, so maybe frame that experience up a little bit for us, Wayne. You know, I, obviously, uh, I assume your board's probably been meeting remotely during this time, but. Um, you know, what are you hearing from other corners of the state and people that are in your industry. Um, again, I, I, great point. You, know, you already are operating with some of the strictest um, employee guidelines uh, in the world. Uh, you know, in these uh, very um, uh, interesting work environments day to day. Um, what's that? What's that like right now? What What are your um, What are your colleagues saying uh, from the rest of the state? The general consensus is very optimistic. Um, but that doesn't go without some level of uncertainty. Uh, again, we've been been able to work, but certain sectors of construction, uh, like healthcare, for example, many hospitals uh, postponed or canceled construction projects because they needed to um, close their doors uh, to, to care for anticipated uh, increase of coronavirus patients and those who who truly have critical needs. So a lot of the non-essential uh, medical procedures were put on hold and, you know, not wanting undue traffic, specifically construction traffic within the, the walls of a, of a healthcare facility. Many of those projects were put on hold, but um, the other uncertain aspect of that is because of the economic impact here we don't know what revenue might look like on a state level and so the uncertainty moving forward with publicly funded projects uh, mm -hmm. that our members might be involved with moving forward uh, is also uncertain and so we we won't know for quite some time and i know that the the governor i'm sure and and our our legislators will will revisit the budget budget that they passed um, and so only time will tell throughout this year what, what that looks like for funding for public projects next year. But my, 
my encouragement would be to those in the private sector that are able, um, and in a lot of cases where there's an economic turn, we really rely on private sector development. And from my understanding and the conversations that I'm having with, with my colleagues around the state, there's still a very positive outlook on private development. That's very good to hear. Uh, yeah, I think we're definitely in for a season of budget adjustments. Uh, you know, everything we continue to observe tells us that, you know, for those maybe who listen who don't follow state politics and how the state budget works, uh, sales tax is a uh, massive, massive driver for our state and a lot of local budgets. And uh, with this economic policy we've been going through, we are going to definitely see some changes there. Um, you know, Wayne, shifting gears, but staying in the construction realm a little bit. Uh, one of the things that I noticed back some months ago, I, I had the pleasure of emceeing the uh, uh, Associated Builders and Contractors uh, annual award show uh, at your behest and had a great time just getting to spend time with a lot of our construction leaders. And you know, one thing I remember about standing on stage with you is looking out and seeing just how diverse the room was. Uh, you know, the amount of people that are in this industry uh, come from all types of backgrounds. And one thing that you're involved with is the Minority Women Small Business Enterprise uh, Advisory Board for uh, our local uh, economic development office. Um, and y'all have been going through a, a disparity study there. You're looking at how you can bring more opportunities to people of varied backgrounds in the construction industry. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that effort and and what that might mean for people in our local uh, construction industry. Absolutely, I've been privileged to, to be a part of the uh, Citizens Advisory Committee for MWSBE for, I guess, five years now. I uh, was appointed uh, five years ago and then reappointed by our mayor just last year again uh, to serve on the board. And we've been overseeing a disparity study, as you mentioned, um, and just within the last several months, um, the contractor that, that was hired to do the disparity study uh, came up with the findings and, and we as a board, along with them, made a recommendation to the joint committees of the city, Tallahassee and Blueprint, uh, again, just a couple months ago at their uh, public meeting. And, you know, really a lot of good things came out of that. Um, the goal, one of the goals being to identify what uh, resources are out there in the MWSBE communities and are we creating adequate opportunity for those who otherwise wouldn't have an opportunity to bid and, and pursue and work on uh, publicly funded projects locally. So proud to be a part of that. And there's more opportunity specifically in construction than there's been in a long time. We had, through the, the Great Recession there uh, in 09, we just had so many labor uh, and employees um, in our industry that just left and never came back. And so when the economy came back, we have had a tremendous lack of skilled workers. And so really a big part of it is, is getting the opportunities in front of those that otherwise wouldn't even know about them or have the opportunity. And so the, the talent is out there um, and it's identifying that talent and bringing them in and, and offering um, those opportunities, uh, whether uh, through training, through uh, whether that's labor 
type talent uh, or whether that's uh, new businesses and, and providing mentor protege type opportunities with smaller businesses and larger businesses. So it's, it's a bit all over the place in some ways, but all with the common goal of, of getting the right people at the table uh, in order to grow and participate in the opportunities that we have. Yeah, you made some great points there too about you know that skilled workforce, skilled labor, and how we train people for that next generation, which has been a huge problem. I mean, you know, you go try to find a, a, a brick mason or a tile layer, uh, you know, for a while uh, before the virus hit. I mean, they could name their price, you know, and and tell you when they wanted to show up uh, on a lot of job sites, and uh, you know that affects all all kinds of. Um, construction, uh, you know, whether you're talking about residential, commercial, whatever you're doing, renovation, it, it affects all of it because there's only so many people who have those skills that are aging out. It's one of the things we've been trying to promote with our partners at Lively and uh, with other institutions here in town. But, you know, right now, as you're seeing so many industries changing, you know, I, I like to use the phrase uh, societal accelerant. That's kind of what's going on. You have these things that are sort of underlying trends being uh, forced to the to the to the front of the line all of a sudden you know I think you're going to see more and more people looking into industries like that to to try to find a way to make their living um, you know you I, I talked to someone just the other day whose um, son's putting the pause on college for now um, and he's going into the construction industry you know it, it I just got a feeling you're going to see more of that that has to be something you and the your ABC colleagues are focused on I would think Absolutely. You know, we've, we've had a, a marketing challenge. Uh, our issue over the years has been getting our, getting our message out. You know, if I can be blunt, you know, construction isn't sexy. You know, it's, it's, it's not an easy sell to your uh, talented high school student um, that has been uh, encouraged to think about four year, six year beyond degrees after High school and so it's tough to get in there and convince them uh, that construction is not a second-class solution to their future in providing for their families you just mentioned a few minutes ago go call a plumber see what they charge you an hour guess what there's good money there uh, in in the construction industries and, and look what they're driving and look what kind of house they're living in <laughs> Bingo. exactly you got that right and and so we're doing a better job, I think, than we ever have in construction in selling the opportunities that, that there are within the construction industry. We have some of the brightest uh, human beings in, in our industry and uh, folks way smarter than me, thankfully, several of which are, are on my team. And, um, and yeah, so we're just getting the word out there. We, we really work hard in apprenticeship training uh, to be able to develop the skills and the trades. Um, that's something that's very, very much at the forefront of our strategic plan through the Associated Builders and Contractors. Uh, ABC is the single largest, largest uh, apprenticeship trainer in the country, and Florida trains more apprentices than any other state in the nation. And so, again, being part of that uh, conversation, being a part of that message, um, we're going to continue to get the word out because there, there are opportunity and it's, it's a field where technology is improving, increasing every day. We need the best and the brightest 
serving the construction industry. That's fantastic. Uh, Wayne, maybe kind of bringing it back to your business here and as a, a final thought, is there, is there anything you wish that, that people knew about um, your industry and the work that you do and, and kind of just uh, the types of folks that, that, that work with you that, that maybe folks might not think of on a day-to-day -day basis? You know, the uh, HGTV has <laughs> ruined our ability to, to sell reality in construction. And I, I realize a lot of those shows, I'm joking, obviously, but a lot of those shows on TV, man, you, you know, they're getting a million dollar house in, in 30 minutes. And so <laughs> I'm always grateful for clients uh, either that have been through that experience before or just have a general appreciation and understanding for uh, the work that goes into building something and and creating something and and there's a lot of layers in that i mean i'm a general contractor and i manage people i manage trades it's really the trade contractors in our business that make or break uh, our success in a project you know they they are by and large uh the the talent that that delivers a project and um I'm always grateful to to clients of mine that that really appreciate that, that understand that, that have patience for that, um, and are truly treating us as as professionals and not a second class uh, trade or a second class business. And so, um, we've been very fortunate again with our with our uh, level of clients and grateful for each one of them. We've we've had a lot of support and uh and patience especially as we've grown and implemented systems in our own company and and um i know that uh, we'll continue to appreciate that and put our best foot forward yeah that's that's well said uh wayne um thanks for your time thanks for all you're doing uh for our community uh through your various leadership roles thanks for being someone who again puts people to work every day and and, and makes these great uh wonderful structures come out of the ground. Um, you know, again, uh, everybody's been spending a lot of time in buildings lately and guess what? People like you are the reason they're there. So uh, we appreciate that and appreciate your time. And again, thanks for your chamber membership as well. I appreciate the comments you made on that front earlier. Absolutely, Jay. Thank you for the opportunity and, and uh, pass along our appreciation to your colleagues there as a chamber and all you do as well. You got it. Wayne, if people want to find out more about your company, uh, where can we send them to? Southernstandard.cc. Southernstandard.cc. And what about if they want to find out more about uh, the Associated Builders and Contractors, where can we send them? Uh, so if you want to find more about the North Florida chapter of ABC, you would go to abc.org. Wonderful. Fabulous. Well, we'll be sure to send people that way and uh, make sure that we link all that up in our show notes. And folks, thanks to you as well for listening to this latest installment of the Tallahassee Business Podcast. Uh, we have enjoyed being able to bring you these uh, from our remote studio, uh, so to speak, uh, in, for the last couple of months, but uh, we continue to bring you guests that we think provide a lot of value and a lot of insights into what's going on here in the Tallahassee business community and what's impacting our local economy and how your business hopefully can uh, advance by learning some of this great intelligence that people like Wayne Mayo, our guest today, have shared with us. Folks, as always, if you want to find out more about the Tallahassee Business Podcast and all the things that we have happening at the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce, you can visit our website at www 
talchamber.com. That's talchamber.com. Look us up anytime, day or night. And if you're enjoying the podcast, we would love for you to subscribe. And also, please do leave a review for the show. It really would mean the world to us. We appreciate your support. Thanks for being a member of the Chamber of Commerce. And thanks for helping make our community such a special place to live and thrive. Take care, folks. We'll see you real soon.